This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. Co-hosting with me today, I have Suzanne Pierce from DAC Vitamins and Minerals. Good morning. And this segment is actually brought to you by DAC. We are going to be talking shortly to Sean Alter. Uh, who is an AQHA trainer for our non-horse people listeners this morning. That is American Quarter Horse Association trainer. And uh, he is a uh, very well-known name. Uh, I know actually from posting him on social media yesterday, lots of people were liking, responding, and sharing and excited about him being on. Yes, Sean's Um, a great person. uh, Degree from Penn State in business marketing and management. Operates Sean Alter Quarter Horses for almost 10 years, uh, has been using DAC products the entire time, has showed halter all around, uh, is currently showing hunter under saddle all around and lunge liners. Uh, His program actually focuses on a strong foundation and building not only the horse, but the rider that is capable of being competitive in the AQHA world. Uh, Also, he judges open and 4-H shows, sells many horses a year all over the country, as well as being fortunate enough to have sold horses in Canada, France, and Germany. Which means they are riding quarter horses and competing overseas. I love that. It's big. Yes, it's very big. That's incredible. Uh, So we'll have Sean with us in just a second. And uh, we do have Sean with us. Good morning, Sean. Hold on. How are you guys? Oh, good morning, Sean. Morning, Sean. Good morning. You're our first ever video guest, so we're pretty excited. Oh geez, okay, okay. I, uh, that's <laughs> I didn't good, know I guess. we do a video. That's great. <laughs> no pressure. This no, is pretty I... cool. I love it. It's fantastic. Well, welcome to the Horse Talk Show, and thank you so much to DAC Vitamins and Minerals bringing us uh, a great person to talk to this morning. We've just been talking you up here and going over your bio. Um, really, okay. the, the first thing I kind of want to ask you about is is just tell us about the AQHA and and about you know being a part of that. Right. So, I mean, it's something I've been involved with for, for my whole life. Um, you know, my family did it and everything. Um, and we, we kind of do a little bit of everything with, with the quarter horses. Um, I tend to do more of the all-around horses. Um, ours do the Hunter Under Saddle and the Western Pleasure and then move on to doing the pattern classes, the showmanship, equitation, um, horsemanship, that sort of thing. Um, but the nice thing about our shows is they're, they're really diverse. You can see, you know, that, you know, the English side, the Western side, uh, the ranch riding has gotten really popular. Um, you know, and it just depends on different parts of the country too. Um, you know, what disciplines are more popular, but it's a really diverse, uh, our, our horse shows are really diverse with, with the quarter horses. That's fantastic because that makes the, the quarter horse so versatile. You know, to be able to do so yes. many different disciplines and, and get everybody kind of involved in that. So that, what is your personal favorite? Um, probably my personal favorite would be the Western Pleasure. Yeah, I can, I can um, understand. That makes sense to me with the quarter horses. That's where they fit the best, in my opinion. But, but I've seen them do so much uh, that yeah, the, yeah, yeah they, I've seen you know, great yeah. jumping quarter horses and everything. So I know they can, they can do anything. Um, Talk to us a little bit. You know, one of the things I read in your bio was uh, how do you train the horse and the rider to be competitive? And is that, is it difficult to match a horse and a rider? And then once you do, how do you kind of train them both to to be really competitive in this world? Right. 
So, I mean, yeah, it can be. It can be difficult. You know, you have to kind of know um, know your rider. Um, if they're, a, you know, an aggressive rider or a more timid rider, you know, if they tend to be somebody, yeah, and, and a lot of it's just their personality um, and maybe how many years experience they have and things like that. So we try to find them horses that um, will we'll play to their, their strengths. Um, and sometimes it works out. Sometimes you try for a year or two and just figure out that, you know, yeah, it's a really good horse, but it's not going to work for, for this person. Um, so it's just a lot of it's, you know, the, the personality of, of the rider and the horse, um, you know, and just trying to figure out what, what the strengths are and how they can, how they work together. Um, and the goals of, of your rider, what do they really want to do? Do they, do they want to learn or do they want to be really competitive? Um, just that kind of stuff. And you just kind of feel it out. And, um, I encourage my people to ride a lot um and learn how to ride because for me when they go in the ring i i can coach them but i can't help them you a whole lot ride. i can't do it for them you can't mm -hmm. ride for them right so they, <laughs> well, although i'm sure you're feeling it <laughs> oh yeah 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 i remember definitely. when my I mean, daughter used to compete i was riding with her you know i was out there going oh yeah you know, like oh you yeah, we, yeah <laughs> we ride right every step with them oh yeah for sure. Yep. Um, now, when when you play the part of judge and, and you judge competitions, what are the main things that you're looking for? Um, it depends on the class, but mainly just somebody that I can tell has spent time uh, with their horse, has put in the work um, to understand how to work with their horse. I mean, it's a partnership and they have to know how to work well. And for me, I want to see, you know, consistency um and just where the horse and rider are, are on the same page and able to do the maneuvers uh that are required for the class absolutely that makes sense um as far as the changes that you've seen um in in the sport in the especially in the western actually particularly in the western there have been a lot of changes over the years in what a horse has to look like and move and uh, yeah. how do you kind of change with that and how does that affect you as a trainer or even as a judge actually sure well for for both um and i think the big thing is um just being open-minded and being willing to to learn um you've got to keep up with uh keep up with the times um right. things are are changing on the western side uh we're getting back to a more a more natural horse a more focus on on movement um we're showing horses you know, on the rail, off the rail, um, you know, where it used to be, you know, everybody just tried to go slow and stay on the rail. Um, we're trying to show these horses to their, to that individual's ability. And I think you're seeing more um, individuality in the pleasure horses um, and in our Western horses um, and a more true horse that can go on and do the trail and the horsemanship and the, the pattern classes. And that's, that's what our, our pleasure is designed to be is it sets the groundwork for the horse to move on into other disciplines um so it's it's important to always stay on top of those things i i tend to pull knowledge and experience from guys that are you know maybe farther along in their careers or they've done other things or i see somebody do something and i want to go learn from them right. so you, you got to really stay open mm -hmm. i i love the move towards a more natural horse especially 
thinking about another career, you know, in the future, like if, mm -hmm. if a horse stops competing and wants to eventually, you know, be a trail horse, I love that, sure. uh, going back to the natural, because I love to see the Western horse, you know, just as, as yeah. nice and natural as possible. So I think that's incredible. But I think as a trainer and as a judge, you have to kind of change, you know, change up as well, change your way of thinking. And, yeah. and that's got to be a, you know, rethink the game, you know, and uh, and so that's that's probably a challenge. Um, right in the middle here of this interview, I kind of want to interrupt the direction we're going in and just for a minute, and I, I want to talk about Suzanne uh, while she's mm -hmm. here. <laughs> okay. uh, but I, I want to talk about I want to talk about Dak, um, you know, uh -huh. uh, a little bit and about the the part that Dak vitamins and minerals has played in your career with your horses and obviously as a as a part of your success. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's been huge. I mean, I've been involved with DAC for almost 10 years now, um, you know, and we've used other other supplements and stuff, but this is the one that we've really stuck with. Um, and it, it makes a huge difference in, in our horses, um, just their overall appearance, how healthy they are. I mean, we travel a good bit and stuff and the horses, you know, are in and out of different barns and stuff and they just, they tend to stay healthier. Um, you know, and they're just more ready to perform. Um, and we notice it really when we get a new horse in um, and 30, 60, 90 days after being on our program uh, with, the, with the DAC vitamins and minerals, um, you can tell. You can Looks make like a, a huge difference. like a different horse, difference. right? Yes. Yeah, they do. They look like a different horse. They feel like a different horse. Um, they're just, they're, you know, their, belly, their bellies are happier. They're healthier. Uh, they're more happy about doing their job and going to work every day. Um, you know, and, and I do a lot of sale horses and stuff, and it helps a, a ton with that. I need those horses to, you know, look, look really their best, good. represent <laughs> well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and we get, you know, get a lot in that, you know, they, they need a little TLC and stuff. And once we, you know, work with them for a little while, they, they represent really well. Um, and, and I just, I like the results, and I get quick results. Um, and the longer they're on it, the better results I get, you know. And it's... I it's something that we've stuck with for a long time. Oh, I know. It's, it's radical. It really is. And it, you, actually, you made a really good point there. You know, it might be something that once you've had a horse for six months or a year, you actually might not even really think about it anymore because your horse just looks so good. But when you get a sure. new one in that doesn't look so good, that hasn't been, that hasn't benefited from that, I think the change yeah. that you see is what reminds you of why you're doing it for all your others. You know, it's kind of like oh, anything, absolutely. any vitamins you take yourself, you don't know how you feel. I mean, I'll give you an ex a prime yes. example is when I've gone on vacation or away on a business trip and forgot to take my vitamins with me. I'm like, what's wrong with me today? You know, I don't have the same energy. I don't feel as good. My hair's not working, you know, whatever it might be. But, you know, you don't have yeah. it. You think what's wrong? And then you realize that every day of the week you do yep. something that now you're not doing. So I do think bringing in a new horse that isn't makes you rem reminds you why you're doing it you know because you see oh this horse doesn't look like my oh, horse yeah. you know and I don't know if Suzanne has anything to add to that but, but uh, no but that's very do. that's very true and and Sean has been with the company for like you said um, for what 10 years or so um, you yeah, know, he's I, he he was a rep like myself and his he's got a passion for both Dak and his training and he wanted to go back to training full time and um, but he stayed on as an authorized dealer um, so mm -hmm. he still is got his clientele 
for his DAC products, and um, you know he's mm -hmm. been a firm believer in it and has added it. You know, it's part of his program, and you know we had discussed it, and he's like, yeah, you know, now he's doing a lot of sale horses, and and that's where it it does. You know, people don't realize. You know, you get a horse that's coming in that is not looking so great, and you need right. to you know get them looking good and feeling good so they can perform their job and do because you know you want to be able to turn around and sell them and you know and Sean I mean he sees that and then those customers are going to say well wh what have you kept the horse on you know what is their program right. and then that continues yep. on so you know it's it's a great thing and Sean does a great job Makes makes absolute sense to me. Yes, totally. Um, I interestingly, uh, when I read your bio, I was reading uh, about you selling uh, quarter horses overseas. Now, when when I moved here, which was over twenty mm -hmm. years ago, um, quarter horses were not a really big thing in England. Actually, I think when I moved here, I don't even think anyone mm -hmm. was using Western saddles over there very much. I think they were sort of um, unheard of, and now people are trail riding on Western saddles and getting involved. So sure. when we read your bio, you know, we, we read you sold horses to Canada, France, and Germany. Is that a really different experience? And, and are they looking for different things? Or is it a very much across um, the board, across the world, the sport's the same? It's, it's actually very, very similar. Um, I, I, that was something I never thought I'd get into. But um, basically, because of social media, um, it was possible. Um, mm, we we right. did a lot of, you know, and they, it's very much like, selling a horse here in the states um you know it's it's a lot like that until it comes down to actually you know quarantining the horses and then sip, shipping them over um but other than that it's very much uh the same other than the individuals don't actually come see the horse um for themselves but they you know we do a lot of videos um you know we use our our youtube channel or facebook a lot uh when we're doing things like that and then um you know just some some individuals I've I've met them when they're over here in the states, and then you know they go back and and they use you know use us as a as a place that they recommend uh, to to help find a horse or to buy a horse from. That's um, fantastic. So yeah, I mean it's. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it they're is, looking so there's for quite a lot. I, I guess I'm a little bit out of the loop overseas, but there is quite a bit of uh, of AQHA interaction overseas now as well. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, they're actually it. Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's getting to it's getting to be big. Have um, uh, you know, a lot of breeders uh, over there. There's um, you know, one I know that handles a lot of the American uh, studs that get sh you know that get shipped over there. Uh, the semen that gets shipped over there. That's um, really neat. Plus, they're doing a lot of their own over there for the quarter horses. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, and I know a couple people in Australia as well. Yeah. has gotten um, fairly big with the horses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. So where are you today? At a horse show. I know, I was uh, looking behind you trying to figure out where you were. Where are you? Yeah, I'm at a horse show. We are uh, actually in State College, uh, right near Penn State. Um, this is one of the main places that we show. Um, it's a great, great fairgrounds. It's the Grange Fairgrounds. It's only about two hours from uh, where I work at uh, our barn. But, um, yeah, so we're at a horse show. We'll be showing today. Uh, they're doing trail right now. I'll try to real quick pan for you guys here. Uh, it's really muddy. It rained here yesterday. So usually we'd be showing outside and it'd be beautiful. But luckily we have a really nice indoor. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's wow. <laughs> but yeah, so the outdoor is is pretty wet. So they're showing trail inside this morning. And then we have uh, it's a futurity. So there's some yearling lunge line that'll go on. And then we'll be getting ready for the Western Pleasure and the horsemanship. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's very exciting. I love, well, you know, the World Equestrian Center is coming soon here to, um, to Ocala. So we're going to have some incredible yep. indoor um, climate controlled facilities here that hopefully we'll have. Yes. We'll see a lot of uh, AQHA uh, here in, in even maybe. I'm sure you will. I'm yeah, sure. year round. Hopefully yeah. we'll see some, a lot yeah, more shows. We so. love the facility over in Wilmington, Ohio, the World Equestrian Center in uh, Wilmington, Ohio. It's a, that's a great, great facility. We were there for the novice championships and uh, we'll be we'll be back there next year for the that's championships wonderful. as well. Yeah. So. That's fantastic. And you know what yep. they say is they say that that's the Disneyland and we're the Disney World, uh, which means that ah, they yes. really have planned this out. And the hotel, the architectural renderings of the hotel are amazing. And uh, all the different arenas and 1500 stalls really oh, they're incredible. adding more stalls. Yeah. Are they? Yes. More uh, than 1500? It should be. It should be. Wow. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's going to be a really incredible uh, addition to the horse capital, so we're super excited. So, uh, Sean, sure. Alter, I want to thank you so much for taking time, especially on a show day. I want to wish you the best of luck sure. in the thank show you, today. Sean. And uh, I just no, love no. to have you back. And if you're in Ocala anytime soon and you uh, want to come and join us in the studio, we'd certainly love to have you. Okay, that'd be great. Thank you thank guys you. very much. Hey guys, this is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter and YouTube and let me know what you thought. Now please go out there and share the podcast.